0: Welcome to podcast number 179 of Quality Christian Living. I am your host, David Friend. Quality Christian Living is a podcast designed to give a Christian balance in their walk with God, to live an abundant life, to feel what it is to have the joy of the Lord throughout each and every day. We talk about various topics dealing with faith and the promises of God on prosperity and how to get out of debt. We've even discussed issues that veterans are facing, and there's quite a number of topics we've discussed as we enter into our 179th podcast. I want to thank you for listening in today, because today's topic is going to be in the area of dreams. We've been on that topic for a number of weeks, and we'll continue to do so as the Holy Spirit leads us. The title of today's podcast is Reactions to Our Dreams. So let's pray and ask for the Holy Spirit's guidance on this podcast today. Father, once again, I thank you for the opportunity I have to bring this podcast at this time to those who are listening in. Pray that you would bless it and anoint it. And I ask now that the Holy Spirit would take the notes and the thoughts that I've written and the study and preparation time that I've had and allow the Holy Spirit now to move in only the way that He can. So I yield completely to Him. I ask for your guidance. Your leading your direction. I pray that those who are listening in would receive new hope and new insight on how they can see their dreams become reality. Thank you, Lord, for this teaching. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your promises. And most of all, Lord, just thank you for who you are. We'll give you praise for that now. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Have you ever had a dream? that seemed impossible to you? When you had the dream, you were excited and then all of a sudden you started thinking about it and you thought, oh my goodness, that's gonna take something really powerful, or very special. Well, that dream could have been and most likely has been given to you by the Holy Spirit because dreams that are in, seem impossible to us are possible to our God. Many times when we have a dream to accomplish something special in our life, we think it's just out of reach and it's just not gonna happen. But I'm telling you, our God is able, He's able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above and beyond anything we can imagine or even think according to the power that lives inside of us. So let's move into this teaching today on reactions to our dreams and see if we can answer some of these questions. Have you ever told someone about your dream? Well, that's a dangerous thing to do. As a matter of fact, sometimes when we have a dream and it seems awful big to us, it may seem huge to the other person. And I would never give someone my dreams and let them know what my plans for my life are unless I had a wonderful relationship with them and knew that they were followers of the Lord Jesus Christ. But when we've told someone a dream, have you ever got a reaction like this? After you give them the whole story of what you want to do, what the God's put upon your heart, they start to tell you all the reasons why this can't happen. They might spend an hour or two or three telling you that your dream is not realistic. It's not possible. It just cannot happen. And you know, when that happens, it can disturb us in a lot of ways. It can give you a lot of frustration. Maybe they gave you every reason why your dream could not come true. And there's a lot of reasons they might do this. But let me ask you this one question before I go any further. How did you react to them? How do we react to people who try to blow up our dreams and try and discourage that? Before I get into talking about how do I react when people react badly to my dreams, let's kind of examine why they are negative or they react in a very negative way when you tell them about your dream. We might be saying, why did they say that? Why do they feel that way? Well, let me give you a couple of reasons that I believe are the reasons that people react poorly to our dreams. First of all, they may not be a dreamer. They may not understand thinking outside of their own mind, their own ability, and their own thoughts. First of all, you got to know whether they're Christians or not because Christians have a dream that they're going to be in heaven someday. That's their blessed hope. And and yet people who are non-believers, they don't have that same feeling. So first of all, people may struggle with your dream because they just cannot relate to anyone who is a dreamer. Second, their dreams have failed. Sometimes people are negative about other people's dreams because the dreams that they've had have not become reality. They've failed. They did not come to pass. Maybe they feel that God didn't love them or doesn't care for them or does God doesn't care about their dream. And so they've had a bad experience in the area of dreams. Another reason, the third one I say would be they could not See or understand your dream. You see, people can't relate many times to your dream because it's your dream, because it's something that God has placed upon your heart. Now, all of this doesn't mean that these are bad, evil, mean, hateful people. Not at all. They're good people. Many of them are dear friends and people that you love and people that you've had good times with and enjoyed your relationship with them, but they're just simply struggling with other people's dreams. So, now let me ask you a question how you felt when you experienced negative feedback about your dream. You know, we have choices to make about our dreams. Whether people believe in them or not may or may not be that important. Now, obviously, if you're married, you want your husband or your wife to be in agreement with your dream. If you have children, you'd like your children to be in agreement with your dream, or your children would like you to be in agreement with them. But bottom line, we have choices to make. We can choose, I guess, to listen to the negative talk and to give up on our dream. And I certainly don't want you to do that. When people talk negatively about our dream, I think we need to make sure that our dream is in line with God's word. Does it bless the kingdom of God? Another thing that we can do when we're hearing negative talk by people about the dream in our life is that we should surround ourselves with those who have great dreams and let their energy and focus on their dream bless you and your dream. Another thought is we should look in God's word and make a list of God's promises to fulfill our dreams. Matter of fact, why don't we do that? It's it's always the best thing to do when we go to the Word of God to seek guidance and direction for Anything that's happening in our life. So if we're struggling with a dream, or if we're struggling with people being negative about our dreams, or it just simply doesn't seem to be coming together, let's just pick up the Word of God and see what it has to say. One of my favorite scriptures is found in Philippians chapter 4 and verse 13. The Apostle Paul is speaking here and he gives some wonderful positive advice. He says, For I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. You know, he's basically telling us, regardless of what's happening in your life, you got to go to Christ. We got to go to the Word of God. We need to go to prayer. We need to seek the guidance and the direction of the Holy Spirit so that we know that we're on the right track with our dream. Now, if you're struggling, you continue to struggle because a lot of folks are speaking a lot of negative things into your life or the dream that you have just is not moving in the right direction, say. We need to probably get into the book of Romans because here the Apostle Paul once again has incredible instructions for us. And let's apply this scripture he talks about. Now, the topic that he's talking about here is that nothing can separate us from God's love. And that's just a wonderful positive message. But in chapter 8 and verse 35, These are words I believe that can help you if you're in the midst of being challenged with your dreams Paul says this Can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? Does it mean he no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity? Well think about that for a second Does it mean that God doesn't love us if our dream has not become reality? Then get back to scripture now 35 now or are persecuted if we're persecuted or hungry are destitute or in danger are threatened with death think about that regardless of what struggles we go through god loves us and he wants to bless us and seeing our dream come to reality is a blessing that god wants us to experience verse 36 it says as the scriptures say for your sake we are killed every day we are being slaughtered like sheep no despite all these things overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loved us. And listen to this. And I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love, neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons. Let me add something in there. Nor a dream coming true when we want it. Let me get back to the scripture now. Neither our fears for today or our worries about tomorrow and not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Now, after you read that, after you've listened to that right now, doesn't that encourage you? Doesn't that lift you up? Doesn't that give you faith, believe for your dream? Well, it does mean, and I hope that that scripture will encourage you as you pull it out from time to time as you're on your journey to see your dream come true. Now, let me ask you how you react when someone gets excited about your dream. Now, I'm sure that you're encouraged and that you're blessed and that you're filled with faith and with hope. That is when the promises of God's word will bless you even more. So, I want to look at a couple of scriptures here. I've talked enough about the negative reaction to our dreams. Let's talk about the positive reaction that God has in his word for the plans we have for our life and the dreams that we have. The first one's found in Romans chapter 15 and verse 5 the apostle paul's writing listen to these words may god who gives this patient and encouragement help you live in complete harmony with each other as is fitting for followers of christ jesus It says, then you can all join together with one voice, giving praise and glory to God, the Father of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You know, I think that kind of reconciles Christianity. If you're struggling with a dream and maybe another Christian comes along and, and discourages you or tries to beat that dream up out of you and wants you to get rid of that and scrap it and move on to something else, we need to go back and pray and love each other and be in unity. And when we are in unity, there's really no force in the world that can stop us from accomplishing what God has placed upon our heart. Let me give you another scripture that's found in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 11. So encourage each other and build each other up just as you are already doing wow, you know, it's one thing to get into an argument with someone and it usually makes us feel bad. You get that terrible feeling when you've had a disagreement or an argument. Maybe even if you were right in the argument, it doesn't bring peace. It doesn't bring comfort to you. So if you're in the midst of seeking out your dreams and want to see them become reality, I think we should take the words written in First Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 11. So encourage each other. We should always be the people who are encouragers and build each other up. I think all of us want to be known as people who are positive people, encouraging people. But we all know people who are not that way. So I think the best way to turn a person around who is a person of discouragement is to encourage them, to speak life and hope into them, and you wait and see the kind of results you're going to get. Let me give you another scripture I think that'll help us understand one of the promises of God for our dream coming true. I'm going to give you another scripture I think that fits into this area of this teaching today. Exodus chapter 15 verse 2. The Lord is my strength. Now when you're in the middle of trying to accomplish your dream and try to see them become reality in your life, we've always got to remember that our source of strength, the source of the dream, all came from the Lord. So in Exodus, this scripture is so powerful for us. The Lord is my strength and my song. He has given me victory. We've got to claim the victory before it happens. We've got to call forth that dream before it actually happens. We need to live our life believing that our dream is already moving into becoming reality in our life. Now let me ask you, how do you react to the dreams of others? We've examined now how it feels when someone attacks us in our dreams, and we've also examined the fact that how it feels when someone encourages in our dreams. So then how do you react to the dreams of others? You know, we all have a couple of ways that we can can do that. I call it, we have two opinions or two options that we can take. Number one, we can be negative with them. And of course, I don't want you to do that. I want you to encourage them even if the dream is so ridiculous and so out of line and you know it doesn't line up with God's word and you know all these things we should not be negative. We should talk life and hope into them and find out a way to show them if God's word lines up according to the dream that they have. So let's scrap the idea that we can be negative but we can be that way and that's a bad choice. What good is that? What good is it to be negative with people? We need to pray for them. We need to encourage others and lift each other up. We've read that already in God's Word. The other way that we can react is that we can encourage them. We can choose that we're going to be a blessing to them. That we are going to speak life and hope into their dream. I discovered a scripture. I've read it many times, but this particular one applies so much to this teaching on what can we do when we are thinking of how we're going to react to other people's dreams, and it's found in the book of Hebrews chapter 10. I think we'll start at verse number 23 because he He's talking about a call to preserve, to... Have perseverance to continue on and to to fight the good fight. And Paul is encouraging people here. So that's a scripture that we should give other people when they're seeking their dream. It's found in Hebrews chapter ten, verse twenty-three in the New Living Translation. Let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm, for God can be trusted to keep His promise. Let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works, and let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do, but encourage one another. Another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. Now Paul's talking about the coming second coming of Christ, and he's talking about the church, and that's awesome and glorious. But I think we can use some of these words to help us to understand on our dream that we can hold tightly without wavering. And I tell you, if you do that, and if you do that for other people, it will bless you. It will bless us. See, when we bless someone else, it's going to come back to us, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. God's going to pour out a blessing on us if we are a blessing to others. So let me continue on. This series on dreams has covered so many topics. We've talked about never giving up how our dreams can come true. I did a podcast on why we must dream big, that we serve a big God, we need to dream big and we need to dream outside of ourselves and our abilities and what we're able to accomplish. I had taught a podcast on call forth your dreams. That's just simply calling forth those things that are not as though they are. But this particular podcast, this one right here on how we react to our dreams and how other people react to our dreams and how we react to other people's dreams, I believe that this podcast on how to react to the dreams of, others and how other react to our dreams may be the biggest challenge we will face in trying to reach our dreams and have them become a reality in our life. Now, when we started this series, I thought it would last for several weeks, you know, maybe four or five, six weeks. But the Holy Spirit has inspired me to continue on the topic of our dreams for a number of podcasts. So, some of the upcoming podcasts will be things like Dream Again, or Dream On, or Dreams and Detours, You know, sometimes there's a lot of detours in our life and that'll distract us from accomplishing our dream. But detours should not have any kind of a negative impact on the reaching our goal of our dream. We're going to talk about the Holy Spirit-led dream and the flesh-led dream. That's going to be coming up in a few weeks. I'm, I'm getting excited about some of these topics because the Lord's already given them to me. I've already written some notes. I've looked up some scriptures. I'm putting together outlines to help me bring these podcasts to you. We're also going to have talk about dreams that call us closer to God and dreams that draws closer to others. You see, we can go on and on and on speaking about dreams because God believes in dream. God spoke the world into existence. And of course, any dream that God has, it's going to happen instantly. And when he brought Adam onto the earth, he says, okay. And then he looked and he said, well, Adam needs a helpmate. And so then he brought Eve in and he looked at it and said, yeah, this is good. He liked the trees. He liked the forest. He liked the animals and everything that he put together. But when he saw that he created man, his, his dream was to make this world complete. And it was not complete until he created man and woman. And when he did that, he looked back and said, this is really something else. And then God wants us to have dreams in our lives for things that we need to see happen. Now, I should make a comment here. I don't want you to think that God has dreams and hopes that they'll come true. No, that doesn't work that way with God. Whatever God plans, whatever God wants to happen, it will happen. But God puts dreams in the hearts of His people. He puts them in our heart and in our mind so that we'll have them to find the purpose and the plan that He has for our life. Let me kind of address a topic here. I think it's very important. How do we react when our dreams do not come true? I didn't particularly want to put that in here, but I believe the Holy Spirit is speaking to me now because there's people out there that want to know how they react when the dream that's been in their heart and in their mind for so many years has not taken place. Well, first of all, we need to react by trusting God with all of our heart, all of our soul, and all of our might. We need to react by believing in Proverbs 3, 5 that says, we trust in the Lord with all of our heart. We lean not on our own understanding. In all our ways, we acknowledge him and He'll direct our paths. When we're struggling with whether a dream is going to come true or not, or whether or wonder why that dream hasn't come true, we've got to understand that God's ways are greater than our ways. His thoughts are greater than our thoughts. God has the ability to make any dream that we have come to pass, but it could be that some of the dreams that we have are not exactly what God wants for us. Maybe God has something greater, God has something better. Let me give you an example of something that I wanted to see happen and it never did. It was a dream. It hasn't happened, but I've not yet given up on it. I had a dream to build a new church and have a school, and it happened. The Lord put that on my heart. My wife and I prayed together. We believed. The funds came forward. We found beautiful land in North Scottsdale. We built a beautiful church, and we had a wonderful, very successful school there. But I had a second part to my dream, and that was that we would also build a wonderful gymnasium for the youth in our community. In addition to that, we would build a prayer chapel. One thing that's always been on my heart, to have a prayer chapel. But for some reason, those things never happened. Because all of a sudden, things were going well. Things were going amazingly well. The church was successful. We had grown. People were giving their life to Jesus Christ. And part of my dream had been fulfilled. The new church building, the school, all that was awesome. But for some reason, we were not able to put together the gymnasium or this prayer chapel that I wanted. I use this example to let you know that even though I had a dream to see that the church building, the school, a gymnasium, and a prayer chapel, and all these things, not all of that came true. But I don't regret it, not one bit, because the Holy Spirit spoke to me at that time in my life that it was time for me to step down. So my wife and I prayed, and we stepped down from the church, and we merged with another church. And it was hard. It was a very difficult thing to do. But I felt that we had fulfilled that dream in our life that God wanted, and that God had something greater and something bigger for us. Now, that's kind of hard to do when your church is going well, finances are fine, people are coming to church, you've got these beautiful new buildings, and you're thinking, God's got something better than this this? Well, he did. We then merged with another church and we became a part of a network of churches. They're called the Dream City Churches. And from the time that we joined until this day, we now have 10 campuses in our group of churches. And I've been asked to serve on the board as one of the overseers for all 10 campuses. And then how would I know that after, after I stepped down that I would start writing books? And for the first six years that I stepped down from pastoring, I turned out a new book each and every year, which were the things that were on my heart that I had preached to my congregation, and then just a year and a half ago, the Lord put on my heart to start podcasting, and here I am in a position now where my podcasts are going out all over the world through Charisma Media, and we're so blessed. You know, I would speak every week to about a thousand people a week that I would hold services for in various locations in our church and all that, and it was wonderful and glorious, but God had something bigger and something greater. His dream was bigger, so now that we've become a part of the Dream City Church, and we're part of a network of churches. And now the Lord has added to that a list of books that I've written and now these podcasts that have gone out to as many as 92 countries in one particular month. In addition to that, we've had nearly 33,000 downloads of these podcasts. Now think of that, 33,000 in 18 months and what a blessing that that has been. So I thank God for that and I thank God that the second part of that dream hadn't come true yet, but I haven't given up on it completely. And I tell you, I don't give up on my dreams because now we're starting a building program. And we're building new facilities at the Scottsdale campus for our youth and our children. And now there's a group that wants to get together and build a gymnasium. And there's another group that wants to get together and put a prayer chapel. So I'm calling forth those things that are not as though they are. I see a gymnasium. I see a prayer chapel. And I see God doing a greater work the way he wanted to do it. And so I submit and I yield to his authority. That's what we have to do anyways. And believe that God's going to bring it about his way. So if you feel that you're has not come true, maybe God has something greater maybe God has something different and even bigger. But whatever it is, don't give up on God's plan to bless you. This might be a good time for me to pray for you. I've already prayed before in this podcast, but I just feel like I should pray again for people who are maybe struggling with wondering whether their dream will ever come true. Father, I pray a blessing upon those who are listening in today. And I ask, Lord, for those that have dreams, Lord, that you would give them comfort and peace, that they would have patience, and they would have trust and faith in you to bring it to pass, Father. I also pray, Lord, that those who've had dreams, Lord, that they would yield that dream to you, submit it to you, and ask for your guidance, your wisdom, your direction, your leading, Father, and whether that dream is to be completed or whether there's a greater plan or another plan that you have for their lives. Thank you, God, for this opportunity. Thank you, Lord, to the thousands of people, I believe, that will listen to this podcast and will be encouraged by it and being blessed by it. Father, I just give you praise for what's taken place, and I'll give you all the glory for all the dreams that are going to come true that have come true and once again most importantly for just who you are I pray in Jesus name amen well I really hope that this podcast has been a blessing to you because I've enjoyed it I when I started writing it I thought lord there's going to be something special take place in this when I just believed that and thought that when I started talking about reactions to our dreams and it's so important that we understand that we've got to have the right reaction to other people's dreams we've got to understand how to deal with have the right reaction when people come against us for our dreams and also have the right reactions when people come in favor of us and to support us and to encourage in us. I hope that this le- lesson will help and bless all of you who are struggling. And very important point to make here is that if you're seeing other people's dreams becoming reality and yours has not yet, please never become jealous of another person having a dream come to reality and yours may be delaying because your dream is your dream. Their dream was their dream and God placed both of those in the hearts of his followers and his believers. So just pray for them. It says to pray for them and bless them, to encourage other people. And when that scripture that I used earlier was First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 11, it says, so encourage each other and build each other up just as you are already doing. So we need to learn to encourage other people so that their dreams will come true and that they'll be blessed in every way than God intended. Well, I hope this has been a blessing to you as you move forward to achieve the dream that God's placed upon your heart. My next podcast is entitled, Our Dreams Must Bless the Kingdom of God. It's a very important message in this series because if our dreams are designed just to bless us, then God is not as anxious to help us. If you'd like to get additional information on the teachings in quality Christian living, you can go to my webpage at davidcfriendauthor.com. And when you get there, you'll see a link to all the podcasts that I've done. This is now the 179th. On that list of podcasts, you'll see topics such as the gifts of the Spirit, manifestations of the Holy Spirit, how to Get out of debt, how to have great faith for miracles, and just a number of topics we've covered in this last year and a half. So I hope that you would do that, and I think it'll be a blessing to you. In addition to that, if you look on my webpage, you'll see references to several books that I've written. One is entitled Experience the Joy of Debt Free Living, another one's entitled Generosity What's in it for Me? There are two books on veterans to help veterans deal with the issues that they have encountered in life after coming back home from their military service, and I believe that there's things there that'll be a blessing to you. In addition to that, we're going to be teaching on dreams in a way that'll, I believe, help us realize that God blesses a dream that blesses him and blesses the kingdom and blesses the works of the Holy Spirit and just blesses the local church. So I pray that when you seek your dreams, that you'll seek a dream that will be a blessing to others, Be obviously be a blessing to you. There's nothing wrong with that. But I just pray that God will help you in determining, the dream that you have and whether it lines up according to God's word. Let me just give you one more thought. I want to remind you again not to give up on your dream. I just feel like there's some people who've listened to this podcast who are saying, Well, I tried to get it started again. I'm trying to get it back into my life, but I don't know, maybe I should just let it go. But you should not let go of a dream that God's placed in your heart. Just like the gymnasium and the prayer chapel that I wanted to see built on our church property before I stepped down from it, all of a sudden it's resurfaced. That dream never never left my heart. I still want to see it happen. I still want to see God bring people alongside who will build it, pay for it, so that we'll have those to reach out to our community and dedicate them, obviously, to the work of the Lord and to reach more individuals with the gospel message of Jesus Christ. So don't give it up. Hang in there and trust God and believe that He's going to bring that back into your life. So I want to close with these thoughts. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May His face shine upon you. May He be gracious to you and give you peace. May you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. Don't forget that our next podcast is entitled, Our Dreams Must Bless the Kingdom of God. So with that, may God bless you and may your dreams come true. Don't give up on them. Believe God will bring them into your life. Thank you so much for listening in.